Let me pray. Speak, O Lord. Your children are listening. Amen. Yet here you are. I used this expression three times in my last chapel. I was talking then about the famine in the land, the famine of the word of God. This is a famine that is growing and spreading throughout this land. And yet here you are having a feast in the midst of the famine. But why you? You, 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 why you? More than once I've heard people say, well, I'm a Christian because my parents are Christians. If I was born in India, I'd probably be a Hindu. If I was born in Arabia, I'd probably be a Muslim. My father's name is Pfeiffer. My mother's name is Guru. My wife's name is Shirinbin. Her uncle's name is Stregi, and he's a grandfather to the Kazembas. And then there are connections to the Rhymes and the Johanneses and the Albrechts and so forth. Is that how it works? Is that why I am a Christian? Because I somehow inherited this religion from my relatives? Is that why you are here? listening to the teachings of Jesus, instead of being in some mosque, listening to the Quran, or in some temple, uh, hearing the Vedas, is your Christianity simply an accident of nature? You were born to Christian parents. Well, consider these words from the Apostle John. As many as received him, to them he gave the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The first thing we need to understand is that we are Christians, we are children of God, because as it says, to them, to you, he, Jesus, gave the right to be children of God. He gave it. So the fact that you are here is, is a gift. Now consider what it is not. John says it is not blood. Blood has to do with our physical relationship. Being half Pfeiffer and half Golarud, that's a physical relationship. Uh, it doesn't make me a Christian. And just because your parents are Christian, this is not the reason that you are one. If you were born to Hindu parents or to Muslim parents, you would still be a Christian. Jesus chose to give you the gift. Regardless of where you came from or to whom you were born, it was given to you. 
in our mission congregations in Africa and in India and Nepal and Myanmar and elsewhere in the world, there are thousands of people who were born to Hindu parents or parents of other heathen religions. But now they're Christians because God gave them the right to be children of God. John goes on. It is not of the will of the flesh. Now we are made up of flesh and spirit. Before we became children of God, our spirits were dead. So the flesh was all that we had and was the dominant thing. So the will of the flesh then refers to this, that you did not become a Christian because of your fleshly will. You didn't become a Christian because you wanted to become a Christian. The fact of the matter is you didn't want to be a Christian. Rather, you were happy to be a child of Satan wallowing in the filth of sin. Becoming a child of God was despicable to you because you thought it meant that you would not be free to do whatever you wanted to do. So the will of the flesh is to do evil and to stand in opposition to God and everything he stands for. nor of the will of man. The will of the flesh refers to your own will. The will of man refers to the will of somebody else. So you didn't become a Christian because somebody else wanted you to be a Christian. And I'm sure there were those who did want you to be a Christian. Perhaps it was your parents or a pastor or some friend. Yeah, we, we want all people to be Christians. We send missionaries out into the world for that very reason. However, these missionaries soon find out and our pastors soon find out and you soon find out that not everybody who hears the gospel from you believes it. People don't become Christians just because you want them to become Christians. Now, perhaps I should make one thing clear. I'm not talking about being a Christian in name only. Being a member of Messiah Lutheran Church in itself does not make you a Christian. Perhaps people become members because Yes, because their family belongs to that church. Perhaps they become members because uh, they regard it as being a socially advantageous thing to do that. Or maybe getting contact with all these many people in the congregation is a good business proposition. But that doesn't make one a Christian. Our text says, as many as received him, and again, to those who believe in his name. So we're talking about people who truly believe that Jesus is their savior, that he did indeed pay the price for all their sins, that they are destined for heaven because they've been covered from head to toe with the righteousness of Christ. So here you are. And you are here 
not just because your parents are Christians or because you wanted to become a Christian or because somebody else wanted you to become a Christian. Rather, John says, but of God. You are here feasting in the midst of famine because of God. God did it. Jesus did it. Out of the billions of people in this world, he picked you, he gave you the gift, he gave you the right to be a child of God. Yes, God did use human beings in this process. So your parents brought you to be baptized. But it is God who empowered the word with the water and made it work faith in your heart. Thus you were born again, born into the family of God. Your pastor instructed you, but your pastor didn't have the power to make those teachings stick. It is of God who empowered the word that your pastor spoke so that you would embrace these teachings and make them your own. And so it continues to this day as you attend chapel, as you go to your religion classes, as religion is being taught to you all over campus and in every subject matter. God is at work. You are here because of God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Hymn 37, verses 1 and 2.